Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 31 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to focus on the disciples and the day of Pentecost. So first we will see the disciples, and that we find in Acts 1, verse 12 through 26. And then we turn to the day of Pentecost, which we find in Acts 2. Uh, you will have noticed uh, that we have now turned uh, to the scriptures of the book of Acts, or the Acts of the Apostles, as it is called. This book was actually written by Luke, and it is a continuation of the Gospel of Luke. And so uh, today we turn to the disciples in Acts 1, verse 12 through 26. The disciples have seen the Lord Jesus ascend into glory. And then they do as they were commanded. They return to Jerusalem to wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit as Jesus had promised. And so the disciples are gathered in an upper room in Jerusalem with the women and the brethren. The brethren are those who have believed and who have followed them. And so there are about 120 people gathered together in that upper room, waiting for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it is then that Peter stands up and says, The scriptures have been fulfilled concerning Judas, uh, that he uh, would die and that his place would be empty amongst us. And that scripture is already given by David in the Psalms, when David said, let his habitation be desolate, and let another take his bishopric. In other words, that his place would be left open amongst the apostles, and that another should take that place. And so Peter suggests, he says, let us choose another, one who has been with us throughout the whole ministry of the Lord Jesus, and let us choose one to fill that empty place, so that we may again have twelve apostles. And so the disciples now 
choose two men, and they set a duo, we would call it, and they then pray to the Lord, and note what they pray. They say, Lord, thou knowest which thou hast chosen. So they have set a duo, but they are looking unto the Lord for his choice, whom he has chosen. And so then they say, let him then take part in our ministry and become as one of the apostles. And then the people cast their lots, and their lot falls upon Matthias. And then Matthias becomes one of the apostles. So we see here how that the choosing of office bearers has been instituted already in the book of Acts. So when a congregation needs to choose an elder or a deacon, then the consistory sets a duo, and they seek their guidance from the Lord. They pray that the Lord may guide them in choosing the duo, but also guide the lot as it is cast, so that it will be God's choice. And then the congregation chooses by casting lots. And so we see that the twelve apostles and the women and the brethren remain gathered in unity in an upper room waiting for that Holy Spirit. And that brings us to Pentecost, which we find in Acts 2. If you recall from our first lesson when we talked about the setting of Christ's ministry, we mentioned that the day of Pentecost was one of the special feasts of the Jews, that Jews from all over the empire would gather in Jerusalem for that special feast, which was called the Feast of First Fruits. They would bring of the first fruits of their field to offer unto the Lord. And so the day of Pentecost is actually ten days after the ascension of the Lord Jesus, and it is 50 days after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, which coincides with 50 days after the Passover. And so they are all gathered together on that day, when suddenly there is the sound of a rushing mighty wind, and it fills the house. And there appear cloven tongues like as a fire, that sat upon each of them. And so we have here a visible and an audible sign of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Audible meaning they hear a sound. No, they do not feel any wind. They hear the sound of a mighty rushing wind, and it fills the house. And a visible sign, they see the cloven tongues as a fire, sitting upon the apostles. Now, <clears throat> they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak in tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. No, they did not speak in confusion. They spoke in different languages as the Spirit gave them utterance. We see that because when the multitude that is gathered in Jerusalem, hears of this wonder that has happened, 
they gather around the disciples and they are amazed. They ask, they say, are not all these men Galileans? How is it that we hear everyone speaking in our own tongue? All these Jews came from all over the empire, and so these disciples were speaking in different languages as the Spirit gave them utterance. All many, many were amazed, but there were also some who mocked. Oh, they said, these men are full of new wine. And then Peter stands up, and Peter begins to speak to the multitude. And he says, Men and brethren, these men are not drunken as you suppose. It is only the third hour of the day. It is only nine o'clock. They would not have been drinking wine so early in the morning. And besides that, they are not speaking as drunken men. They are speaking so that everyone can understand them. This is nothing else than the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as was prophesied by Joel already. Joel already said uh, that when the day that the Spirit would be poured out, my sons and my daughters will prophesy. And so that is what is being fulfilled today in their presence. And then Peter goes on and he says, do you want to know how this is and why this is? Well, then you must remember something. Jesus of Nazareth, who was a man of God, who did many miracles and wonders in your midst, you have crucified him and slain him. He has died, but God has raised him up and we are witnesses of his resurrection. We have seen him many times since he rose from the dead. But he has now been exalted to the right hand of God. On the day of his ascension, Jesus ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God. And now Jesus has shed forth the Spirit, his Spirit, as he has promised he would do. All house of Israel, Peter says, that you may know that the same Jesus whom you have crucified <clears throat> is now both Lord and Christ. Oh, then the Spirit works also on that day in many hearts. It says, many were pricked in the heart and cried out, Men and brethren, what must we do? Oh, that is the work of the Holy Spirit, to prick a sinner in the heart, that he may learn to cry, Men and brethren, what must I do? And then Peter continues, and he says, Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Oh, no. The water will not wash away your sins, but in the name of Jesus Christ, who shed his blood for the forgiveness of sin. And then many believed. Note, not all. Many believed and were baptized. And that day, 
there were 3,000 added to the church. Oh, what a wonder. In one sermon, 3,000 were converted unto the Lord. Oh, they continued with those apostles uh, to learn more, to hear more, and to taste something of that love of God in Christ Jesus for poor sinners. All the apostles continued to preach and to perform more wonders. And we see then that those Christians remained in Jerusalem. They were not in a rush to go home. Oh no, they wanted to know more and they wanted to experience that fellowship together. And so there were some who have come from far countries and they had nothing to live on. And then we read, they had all things in common. No, they did not go live in a community. But what they did is that those who had possessions, those that were more rich than others, sold of their possessions, took the money that they received and gave it to those that had need so that no one would suffer want. They shared their goods with each other out of love to God and their neighbor. And so they continued daily in one accord. Now we must understand the Christians did not have a church to gather in. So they actually went from house to house, the apostles preaching the gospel and administering the Lord's Supper day after day. Oh, what a glorious time that must have been, especially when we read that the Lord added to his church daily such as should be saved. Oh, then, that is the wonder. It is such as should be saved. Those who were chosen of God from all eternity will now be brought in. And daily there were people who were added to the church. The Christian church continued to grow. Oh, then we think of what Pentecost means. Truly, this is the feast of the first fruits, not of the field, but of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Christian church there experienced the true Pentecost, that the Spirit worked mightily, and that sinners were brought to Christ, that his kingdom may come. Thank you.